0: Six million Americans get their income from Social Security. 64 million Americans use Medicare for their primary health insurance. And 76 million use Medicaid for health care. I'm Gloria Moraga. This is Political Woman. It is October, 2022. Republicans have been talking about and floating their ideas to cut social security for most of this year. They use words and phrases like fix social security, shore up social security. They erroneously call social security, Medicare, Medicaid, entitlements. Wrong, bucko. That's a Potomac word game. They say that they are looking at Social Security all in the name of fiscal responsibility. What a laugh. Ha, ha, ha. Can you hear my voice dripping with sarcasm? Social Security. Medicaid, Medicare, are not entitlements. They are being funded through every employed person's paycheck. And right now, right at this time, October 22nd, 2022, it's 7.58 p.m., West Coast time, California time, The Social Security Trust Fund is performing better than the stock market, and I will have links to everything I say in this podcast. So in this post-podcast video, I will stick to the Republican proposals to cut or gut Social Security. I'm not going to get into the history of Social Security or how many times Republican administrations have tried to steal from the Social Security Trust Fund. I'm going to concentrate on what Republican lawmakers want to do in 2023 if they gain control of the U.S. House of Representatives and the United States Senate. Currently, polls show that Republicans will win control of both houses. Even though we had the travesty of the Dobbs decision that eliminates a woman's constitutional right to privacy, to medical privacy, Republicans may still win control of the Congress. Why? Why? How? A whole bunch of reasons, but it's the economy, stupid, to quote a former Democratic strategist. And you may think that, oh, this is just a lot of hysteria because nothing's really going to happen because Joe Biden is a Democrat. He's the president. He can veto stuff, right? Think again, my friends. Think again. Okay. Here we go. Plan one. And I these are not these numbers are just my numbers. I'm just labeling them one, two, three, four. I don't know. That's not by level of importance or anything. It's just the different things that Republicans have said and articles I've read and things that have been written about what they want to do. Frankly, you know, I don't think they really know what they're doing, except they continue to fracture the country with their racism and their ability to deny what's right versus what's wrong and what's for the good of the country and what's for the good of their pocketbook because that seems like chasing the almighty buck is all they consider anymore. Back to plan 1 when we talk about rich people. Here we go. Plan 1, sunset all federal legislation. Now, here's what they say. If the legislation is important, if it's critical, Congress can refund a program. Now, this comes from Rick Scott. How can you be so rich and so stupid? Rick Scott is the wealthiest man in the United States Senate. And he just sold a part of his company to some foreign company and um, just raked in hundreds of millions of dollars or, or, or a lot. I mean, I looked at the figure and it was like, woof. If the Republicans go with the Rick Scott plan the entire Social Security Act, including Medicare and the Social Security pensions that all Americans over 70 receive monthly, would disappear. Poof. Poof. Gone. You think we'll ever get that back if they take it? Plan two raise Medicare age of eligibility to 67 and social security eligibility to 70. Now under this plan, they want to index both to life expectancy. Do you know what that means? That means different, according to the actuarials, these are the tables that, that financial people look at, life insurance people look at to see how long someone's going to live. So, you know, if you're a white male, if you're rich, if you have a certain amount of money, you know, you have a longer life expectancy than a, a black man living, you know, in a rough part of the country because you have, a. you're in the index that you're mo- more likely to die. Um. You know, women, like my color, brown women, we have a different life expect- expectancy than others. So for instance, if it says, well, Gloria's not going to die till she's, you know, 80, um, you know, we'll just we'll not let her dip into Social Security until she's like 75. Because, you know, that'll be less time for her to gather it. And here's, under this plan, what they also want to do is cut off Social Security at age 90. So, what are we going to do with Grandma at age 90? What happens? We put her on a lump of ice out in, you know, Alaska and watch her float off. Bye, Grandma. I mean, what do they want us to die? (laughs) They want to determine when we should die. That's plan two. Plan three, withhold Social Security from people who are forced to retire early. Prevent those people from drawing on Social Security until we earn a certain amount of money. But what amount? Who's going to decide that? Rick Scott, the billionaire? They want to stop some rich people from getting Social Security. But what What's the cutoff? And you know who decides? So, so here's something else else within that plan. If you're getting money because you're a veteran, they want to subtract that money you get from your veterans benefits and subtract the amount you get from Social Security. So they they think that you're double dipping, even though you paid into both these funds, right? You paid your social security and you worked. You earned your veterans benefits. You earned them. You fought for your country. Where do these people come from? That's really, this frosts me, but it's not as bad as the next one. Plan four. This is the last one. I mean, and you know, they have all kinds of plans. They just want it. They want the money, okay? They want the Social Security Trust Fund. Plan four reduce your payroll taxes that fund Social Security and redirect them to private alternatives. You <laughs> oh, have to do these things carefully, said the Wicked Witch. Yep, privatize. Social security. They want to give your money to big business. Let big business invest it for you. Yeah, this is what they've wanted all along. And don't think they won't get some credit for this from the big business people who give them so much money and keep them rich and happy. Give your money to big business. Let's privatize it. I'm going to stop talking about their lame lame brain plans and tell you something about the Social Security Trust Fund versus the stock market. I'm talking about right now, this point in time. The Social Security Trust Fund is better right now than it was one year ago. It's running a smaller deficit. Look at what's happened to your 401k or the money that you have that's connected to the stock market. It's been a horrible year for the stock market. Yeah, is it going to go up? Probably. It always does, but slow and steady here. Here's why Social Security Trust Fund is doing better than the stock market. We've had a stronger than expected recovery from the pandemic-induced recession. Higher expected levels of labor productivity and lower anticipated long-range disability incident rates. Okay, here's what's happening. People are going back to work. People are working. Unemployment is really low right now. That's why Social Security is doing better. Unemployment is so low. Thank you, Joe Biden. We're getting back to work thanks to his plans and some of his legislation that's been passed. We're investing more now in jobs that have a lower incidence of of disability, like high tech jobs, solar jobs. I mean, that's coming. Now you're gonna ask, how can Republicans do this if Joe Biden is president? He's a Democrat, right? Checks and balances. He's not going to let them do this. Right? Not right anymore. And here's how they plan to do it the debt ceiling vote. I read a great article. It's called Republicans Using the Debt Ceiling as an Excuse to Kill Social Security. Now, I found the article uh, on Yahoo News. And yes, I'll, I'll have the links. I'm quoting this, guys. This is not me. This is him. He writes a finance column. He's brilliant. His name is Michael Miltzik, M-I-L-T-Z-I-K. And I'm going to read a little bit of what he wrote and uh, quote him. So, quote, The debt ceiling was not originally meant as a limit on the Treasury's authority to issue debt, but rather as a way to give it more latitude to borrow. It was enacted in 1917 when Congress grew weary of voting on every proposed bond issuance, considering it a pain in the neck. So see, Congress is lazy. So they enact this debt ceiling vote. The vote to raise the debt ceiling is not about spending more. That's wrong. They say, oh, we're going to hold this up because we don't want to spend more. It, it's not. It's not about that, according to this guy. It's about paying the bills we already have. So he says if we breach the debt ceiling, payments on existing debt will stop. That means Social Security checks, Medicare reimbursements to doctors and hospitals, paychecks to military families, stopped. And this, he says, will ruin the US government's unblemished history of always paying its debts. And it would instantly raise our borrowing costs. Because we have to pay those debts. We have to pay our debts. If we don't, it hurts the United States government's history of paying our debts. (sighs) Now, Republicans are promising to use the debt ceiling threat to get the cuts in programs they want to cut in the budget, like cutting Social Security. Oh, forgive me. They want to shore it up for the future. Now, I'm going to Finish this part of the post podcast by quoting again from Mr. Miltzik. Quote In 2011, and this is him speaking, I observed that the debt ceiling had been raised by congressional votes 91 times since 1960, generally without discussion. That included seven times under George W. Bush and three times. By then, he says, so he means three times by 2011 under Barack Obama. That year, Republicans took majority control of the House of Representatives and the debt silly morphed into the raw material of a political stunt, end quote. Thank you, Mr. Milzik. You're great. Political stunt. That's how the Republicans want to do it. They'll do another stunt, just like the stunt of putting immigrants on a plane and flying them across country from Texas to Florida to Martha's Vineyard. Unbelievable. This is serious, you know. We don't need any more stunts. I just... I don't know, my heart's pounding because I just don't know how this has all happened because what, racism? Finally, why do Republicans think they can get away with this massive attempt to steal millions of dollars that do not belong to the government in the first place? That trust fund belongs to workers. To you and me. How many times did you look at your paycheck, your pay stub and think, wow, if only I had that little bit of extra money that's going into social security, you know, I could get a new pair of shoes or, you know, I could help mom out a little bit more with stuff that she needs. How many times? I I thought that a lot. So... How do Republicans think they're going to get away with this? I don't know, but I can guess. Otherwise, I wouldn't have asked the question in the first place. Let's just look. Look at what has happened under Donald Trump. He denied the election and then Republicans denied it and have rejected it. He mocked the pandemic and scoffed at masks. Millions died and still have long-lasting health care problems while he got the best health care in the world. So they all do the same. And millions are still at risk right now. And what are Republicans going to do, they say, when they take control of the Congress, they're going to investigate Dr. Anthony Fauci. Oh my God. When are we gonna say enough is enough? Fauci is a brilliant scientist, hands off. But no, they're gonna spend the time, they're working for us. They're gonna spend that time investigating Fauci? Trump stole millions in his scams to build the wall and to fight election fraud. And they helped him. And then he incited an insurrection. He did it. It was his plot. And Republicans refused to impeach him. He stole classified documents that are a matter of life and death to the United States of America? And they plan to side with him and not continue the investigation into January 6th and not help the Justice Department. That's what they're going to do if they win control of the Congress. And here's the final frickin' candle on the cake. They, along with Trump, cut taxes for the rich. Why do you think we're in the trouble that we're in right now with the economy? Well, Biden plans to tax the wealthiest of Americans. And Republicans now say they're going to stop Biden from doing that. They're trying to stop him from helping students with their debt. I hope all you students are paying attention to this and are going to go out and vote blue. Biden right now is trying to fix the mess they made, Trump made, and the Republicans have made. And now all they can think about is not give us any alternatives to what they're going to do. No, they just talk about crime and immigrants. Crime and immigrants, crime and immigrants. You know, crime's worse in Republican-run areas than in Democratic-run areas, but that's another podcast because I'm doing issue podcasts now for the next two weeks. Now, if they win control, not only are they gonna cut Social Security and use this, this scam, this political stunt of the debt ceiling vote to cut Social Security They wanna block everything that the president has been working to do. And finally, back to tax cuts for the rich. People, look what happened in Great Britain when the prime minister proposed tax cuts for the rich. They kicked her out of office. Not only did we let Republicans and Trump do that, but we did nothing. (laughs) after they tried to steal an election and after they tried to destroy our country and they're still trying to do it. And now they're coming for your social security. And this is not a joke. I hope you're thinking about this. Don't think about short-term. Life is a marathon. Our democracy is at stake. These shysters are going to get in there, and they're going to rip our country apart even more than it already is. And I said yesterday in a TikTok video, start making out your budget and figure out how you're going to get by without these programs that Republicans want to gut, that the richest man in Congress want to gut. Oh, you know, when they're doing this little debt ceiling hoax that they're going to do when they did it before in the past, when it was the Tea Party, and Newt Gingrich and Boehner did this before they protected their own pensions. They protected their paychecks. Other people didn't get their paychecks, but they got theirs. I'm Gloria Moraga. I'm a political woman. I vote. It is Saturday, October 22nd. Two weeks and a couple of days till the election. Please vote. I love you. Be safe.